everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is June 30th, 2020. Uh, One month down, another six to go. It's crazy, right? It, dude, it is fucking crazy. I can't believe we're in worse shape than we were a few months ago. Yeah. I mean, we just... Uh, so we're doing this on a Tuesday night because my kids are going to Lake Tahoe on Monday. So tomorrow, by the way, shout out to my new friend, Jose, um, over just getting a sandwich, and Jose's in line in front of me, leans out the car, love the show. (laughs) Jose, we appreciate you, brother. Um, But my kids are going to Tahoe on Monday. So tomorrow, Dave, we are going to Malibu. We're going to stay up in Malibu for five days. That's awesome. Well, it is until they closed the L.A. beaches yeah. effective Friday. So we kind of changed the game plan, and we're going to go to Santa Barbara on Friday and spend tomorrow and Thursday at Malibu. Cool. But this fu- we're, we're heading to phase two, right? Yeah. Well, I hope this is uh, <laughs> phase two over quickly. Dude, we're, it- we're going right to phase two. Nothing, nothing is happening that... You know, it's it's so fucking nuts. I'm supposed to go to Arizona next month, which everyone would yeah. go, what are you, crazy? But I'm supposed to take a group of guys to play baseball in Arizona, and their parents so far have said, we aren't out. Not one parent has said, yeah, I'm not taking my kid. Now, you're seeing Little League and all that stuff start up right now. No all-stars yeah. at the end, no. but to finish out the season, I'll be honest with you, I probably would say, if it was my family and my kids were playing Little League, hey, not this year. No. I would, too. My buddy at work, Caesar, was telling me his son's 15 years old. Yeah. And I think, Dave, it would be that tournament that you're talking about in Arizona. The USA Championships. Yep. And he goes, Jeff, it's a ton of money to go. Yep. And I came and go to the game. He goes, I go, like, spring training? I'm thinking about Peoria on the Grass Hill. Yeah. We, we can go. You and I tonight could go to Miguel's or the Brig or any restaurant. And there'd be a table 10 feet away from us. But for that baseball tournament or Little League, we can't throw a blanket down on that hill in Peoria and be 20 yards apart. That's stupid. You know what? It's funny. I got to look into it for the parents' sake. I don't even. You said uh, they can't go. That the parents can't watch their kids play? Correct. Holy shit. That is something else. That sucks. That's something else. And I wonder what they do, I mean, for us. Because for us, the only time you get out of the sun as a coach is in that dugout. Yeah. And they don't want, I'm sure, they used to ask you, get, you to bring a roster of 25 guys. They don't want 25 guys in that dugout. No, you're going to be dropping like flies. Fuck. You're done. <laughs> Just you know, what, you know what the worst part is for me, and no one else gives a shit, is that I collect the money. I got to yeah. pay the fee to, to go. But it's not just, okay, we collect enough money to pay the entry fee. Mm-hmm. You have to buy a shitload of baseballs. Right. Dude, I got I got $700 worth of baseballs in my car right now that I just picked up. Well, guess what? I can't return those. No. So I'm out. I'm going to be out the fucking money. I'm going to lose in the whole situation. Well, maybe it's so not about a big, you, good guy. okay? Oh, this time it's about me. Yeah. Yeah. When it's people on, suffering. Yeah, when your fucking Luke Combs credit card comes in and you're shitting, this is going to be me with the baseballs. <laughs> by the way. Yeah. I, I, I'm fascinated by this. So today, you mentioned Luke Combs. Yeah. I got my final refund today, Rolling Stones. How five, long did it take? Uh, well, it, they were pretty close. Ticketmaster said within 30 days okay. on each one. They're really, Ticketmaster, kudos to them. They got it done in about that time frame. But goddamn, Dave, if you're Ticketmaster, right? Yeah. Their cash flow, I don't know anything about their business, but you're, you're paying dudes back all the time. They yeah. paid me back. 1700 bucks over the last six weeks 
how, what does that do to the bottom line? You're not you don't have any money coming in because there's no events going on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we look at just trade shows. We're not doing anything till 2021. I'm I'm, I'm going to guess. So if you're Ticketmaster, right, and you're thinking about the ledger, well, you got money coming in, money going out, you're good. You you got to pay all this money back. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know how much money Ticketmaster got from the government, you know? And it seems like everybody who has a business got a little bit of something. I talked to a guy in L.A. 10 days ago who was has a tattoo business, does okay. piercings and tattoos on Melrose. Yeah. He said the government sent him a check for $150,000. Whoa. Yeah. So he got 150000 He said he's been paying his rent the whole way through. He said he's runs a pretty good business where he wasn't hurting for the money. He took the money. He has, a, I think it's like a 3% loan he has to pay back in 30 years or some crazy shit. All right. And he just said, I'm going to put it aside for if I ever need it. But he said, dude, the government, no problem. Here's one hundred and fifty grand for a tattoo place. So what does a place like Ticketmaster get? Uh, you know, maybe, Dave. Maybe they did. You know, I know people gave... The Lakers a hard time and they returned yeah. the money. God damn! If you're Ticketmaster, I'm like, dude, give them the dough. I yeah. mean, they paid me back, so I'm zeroed out with them. But I was just thinking, I go, oh my gosh, like what does that do to the the bottom line? Yeah, gotta be crazy, right? Uh, quick update for you: We last were here Sunday night. We told you about the article in the Athletic about the mighty 690. Uh, the author Antonio has let me know that it will run tomorrow. So we had hoped that it would run today when we were here, but it's scheduled to go tomorrow. So I told you Sunday night that I had put him in contact with Hartman. I was hoping that Steve would be a part of it. Antonio sent me a note today. goes, dude, thank you so much. Hartman was hysterical. Great. So to hype it tonight, I sent him a quick text and I said, hey, we're going to promote the fact that tomorrow is the oral history of the Mighty 690 on The Athletic. Who has the funniest line? And he said, Hartman's amazing. Really? Good. Yeah. So that makes me really, really happy. So uh, if you subscribe to The Athletic, it should be in there in the morning. The history of the Mighty 690, good to go. Uh, That's good to know. I tell you what, we had a lot of things we were going to do today. Sorry about that. Are you? No, I'm really not. Go ahead. I don't know if everyone else heard that, but well, go ahead. I heard it, and now I'm frustrated. When Brett was here last week, looking at his phone, is that me? No. <laughs> you knew right away that was me. Uh, today, Dave, on uh, Barstool, I saw this. A guy named Liam <laughs> has Worst. ranked 370 of the top porn stars. <laughs> he ranked them. 370. Now, you and I happen to know one. Her name is Lisa Ann. Yeah. Now, I thought this was all time. So I was like, Lisa Ann, number one, Jeannie Pepper, number two, and the rest of the field. (laughs) But, Dave, as I went through these names, I started looking at them, and I have nothing to hide. There are a lot of these names I don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to start naming names. Are you going to go top ten? I don't know. You want me to go top? Go top 10. Help me. See if I see how good it is. Well, I got 16 of them right here. Okay. I've got 16 names right here. Okay. The top 16. By the way, Lisa doesn't come in until Lisa's 94th. That is insane. That's ridiculous. Behind Julie Cash. 
I don't know who Julie Cash is. I'm not familiar with Julie Cash. She better be pretty fucking good. <laughs> I don't know her. Dave, I want to know, out of these 16 people, if they were in a lineup, could you pick them out? Could you say that's who it is? Okay? Uh, I will do my best to assist. Okay. At number one, Mia Malkova. Number one, Dave. Dude, I don't know her. I do not know Mia Malkova. At number two, Lana Rhodes. Never heard of her. Number three, Abella Danger. <laughs> I can imagine if that's her birth certificate. I think it is. I've seen Abella Danger. Oh I don't know God. that she's top three. Oh, my gosh. But congratulations to yeah. her. Uh, number four, Dave Nikki Benz. I know her. Do you believe she is at number four? Yeah, she's top ten. Number five is Angela White. Never heard of her. Number six is Sophie D. <laughs> Never heard of her. Number seven, Nicole Aniston. I think I've heard of that name. Okay. Number eight is Kendra Sunderland. I've heard of that name. Number nine is Sarah J. We see Sarah yeah. J because she's in every Instagram picture yeah, right. with Lisa. Number 10 is Romy Rain. I don't know that one. Number 11, Alexis Texas. Yes. Okay. Appreciate your honesty. Number 12 is Valentina uh, Nappy. <laughs> N-A-P-P-I. No, I don't know that one. Number 13. That seems made up. How many do you feel like you've gotten out of here? Dude, I've got like two or three. I mean, one I know, that Abella I can, Danger. One, the only one I would recognize is Nikki Benz. Abella Danger, Nikki Benz you've always talked about, and Sarah J. Yeah. So uh, The number one girl, I had to look up her age right now. How old do you think she is? 25. 27. Okay. Okay, so she, she's obviously a young girl. She's she's uh, Canada background. They all are. Okay. And, you know, they are. Nikki Benz, too. Toronto girl. Oh, wow. But, it, yeah, it's kind of funny how that works out. We're going to drag this out to 25, I'll tell By you By the what. way, she worked her way up for, to porn. Her first job was at McDonald's. Second job was at Sizzler. Well, God bless her. <laughs> I think I lost, left off at 13. Elsa Jean? Don't know her. Adriana Chekik. Chekik. Don't know her. C-H-E-C-H-I-K. Chichik? Don't know her. Danny Daniels. Don't know that one. The only Daniels I know is Stormy Daniels. Right. Yep. She's not here. Riley Reed. Yeah, I know that name. I know her. Okay, so what did that <laughs> give me out of the top 16? I got one, two, three, four. I've got four out of the top 16. Okay. We're going to drag this out to the top 25 because I close pretty good. Good. Uh, Asia Kira used to be on uh, Bubba the Love Sponge all okay. the time. So that's another one for me. Tori Black, I've seen. Yeah. Madison Ivy, I don't know who oh, that is. I know her. Okay, you're doing good. That's yeah. three in a row. Yeah. She's... Gina Valentina. Okay, don't know her. I don't know that, but Julia Ann. She's been around forever, yeah. that blonde chick. Brandy Love. Yes. Friend of the show, I yeah. wish. Kind of is. Okay, I like we, that. We, you and I know somebody has been with her. Shit. Lisa? No, it was not Lisa. Uh, Veronica Rodriguez? <laughs> I, hold on. I'm not going to give names out, but you got to go back. I have a friend of mine who told me they were with her at the time they called me. Yeah. And at the same time, while he was with her, had the phone going, and was like, look, see? I was driving back from a charger game. I almost drove right off the 405. Was he boning her? Yeah, at the same time. That's brash. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, all right.
right. So Veronica Rodriguez. Well, I thought I was doing good, and then I kind of crashed here. Rachel Starr. Yeah, I know that one. Maitland Ward. Don't know that one. Uh, we'll just take you down through 32. Okay. <laughs> We're going to end up going through 370 no. in a second. Carly Gray. Okay. Jaden James. Yeah, I know that one. Tiana Trump. That's funny. No. Alina Lopez. Nope. Kimmy Granger. I think I've heard that name. but With I don't, Lisa. I, okay, yeah. But She's I, on I Lisa's Instagram all okay. the time. I've seen her. Aletta Ocean. Yeah, I've seen her. Really? Yeah, good looking. And, and yeah, well, dude, she's ranked 31. You don't just fucking buy that. <laughs> and then to round, uh, round out 32, Eva Lovia. Okay, don't know that one either. All right. You can't tell me all these girls are ahead of Lisa Ann. Stormy Daniels came in at 37. I'm just seeing if there's Nina Hartley at 53, 40 ahead. Come on. Lisa, please. Uh, I'm just going to see. Uh, if there's anybody, where's Missy Martinez, dude, where's my girl? That's a great question. Let me see. I'm going to look at this list. Lisa is 94. Where's stylish Isles? Is she on there? She's dead, but is she on there? Oh, I don't know if they did that. That would have been a nice tribute to her. (laughs) That would have been nice. Oh, Canadian girl. Here's the thing. Lisa's 94. Jessica Drake is 120. Really? I don't think Lisa likes Jessica Drake. She doesn't like Nikki Benz either. Oh, that's right. Remember in the book. They used to get along great. Not anymore. That's right. Okay, where's Missy? Hang on here. Uh, Let me tell you if I see anybody. Like, Dave, I'm looking. Sydney Cole? 163? (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) Lena Paul? I used to know a Russian girl named Lena. She was great. She was not Lena Paul. Um, I'm telling you, I don't think Missy made the top 200. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Is she even on this list? I may have to go up there and... Uh, let's see. Hang on. Haley Reed, Domino Presley. I know a lot of you sick fucks in this audience are like, oh, yes. oh yeah. They know all of them. That's why you're reading Bella the list. Bella Rose, Bree Daniel. Bree Daniels was with uh, Charlie Sheen. She's okay. 261. Um, why did he only go 370? They have to be more than 370 stars. Okay. He was exhausted. Yeah, he passed out. <laughs> Carpal tunnel, he quit. Slippery fingers. <laughs> Um, I don't think Missy's on this list, man. That to me is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. How can that be? All right. Um, See, everybody and guy, guys know every guy. Has- Where's Kay Parker? <laughs> she changed my life. Tara Patrick, three sixty-five. Oh, Come ridiculous. on. Yeah, that's it. Missy didn't make the list. You know, it's funny. So every guy, obviously, when you read these names off, you're like, oh, yeah, she's one of my go-tos. That's what they're doing, right? <laughs> that's dude. what guys are doing. As you're, Jeff's reading this list, you're going, oh, yeah, there's a go-to. There's are you a go-to. fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's ridiculous. There's a picture of Lisa where you go, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. That's, that, that's yeah. it. It's, it's Okay, so here's here's the funny thing about this. You hear a lot of these girls in the past used to be on Stern Show all the time. You and I haven't had a ton of them on over the over the years. As a matter of fact, there are two that we know really well, but Lisa's kind of like, if, I don't know about you, but I always feel like we've had Lisa on. There's no one else we need to put on, right? Well, I would say, so you meet Lisa, you've heard her on this show. Uh, incredible. Yeah. Smart, talented, funny, 
engaging, covers sports, very likable, right? Yep. And then we've had conversations with others, and you're like, okay, yeah, all right. You're a little bit more what the stereotype yes. central casting is. You're right. Right? Like, hey, how's your day? The colors? <laughs> Beautiful, baby. Um, turn that fan on. But, uh, no, Lisa stands out. Yes. And to me, you go, yeah, I mean, it just there wouldn't be, to me, with this audience, we are very lucky that we have the female demographic that we do. At some point, they're like, dude, come on, yeah. move on. Yeah. So we found you the one. She's the greatest. Uh, set the bar very high. I don't really see much use because nobody else would compare to that. So here's here's the kind of strange thing for me. I won't look at um, actresses that are too young. Does that make sense? What I mean too young, right. not, I'm not it's talking creepy. legal age. I'm talking even girls in their early 20s. I'm not looking at girls younger than my son. That seems right. weird to me. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And then, right? I mean, it does. It seems, it, to me, it seems strange. Yeah. Like, I, I remember I had a friend of mine um, who her dad got divorced, okay? Mm-hmm. And I remember about a year after we, they got divorced, we're at Wendy's. I was in high school. And this smoking hot girl gets out of this Mazda RX-7, and she's walking into Wendy's, too. And I'm looking out the window, and I said, she's just a friend. I said, yeah. oh, my God, look at this girl walking in. And she goes, that's my new stepmom. And, and I was like, holy shit, how old is she? She was two years older than she was. Damn. And I go, man, that's a little close to home. That's you know? a little close. That's a little close. And so it's funny. We used to always have a joke when I was in college was, what's the cutoff age? You know, we were all young, too. We're like, what's the cutoff age? And it was always, if they were born after chips, we were, they were too young. That oh, was well, the, that, the, yeah. the, not anymore. But it's it Shit. was it was that deal. Like in your mind, these girls are born after friends. Yes, they, they are. So, <laughs> so like for you, do you have a cutoff age in your head what you would date? Um. Yeah, I mean you yeah. have to, right? Well, like, like, yeah, I mean you aren't dating a twenty-three-year-old, right? No. Yeah, you can't do that. No, you can't. Yeah, it, it's just no. For me, I've always I just it's been much more in that age range yeah. where you are, right? Like that's what I think. Like that's, if I go. Like to me, I go go back five, yeah, and go up five, yeah. Like that's for me, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you start even, you know. I guess now the older you get, you could probably go. Okay, well, you could go back seven, yeah. But am I going up seven? No. <laughs> okay. Now this is where guys win. You hear women say all the time, "All right, guys have it easy. They don't have to do anything to put a baseball cap on. Barely have to yeah. comb their hair. It's so much easier for guy to pee outside. Whatever. Mm-hmm. You hear a million things." Whenever I see someone who gets divorced, and my sister went through it too. Yeah. All of a sudden, the options are always age up, not age down. You know what I mean? But for really? men, but for men, if you're, let's say you're 45, you can go yeah. all the way down to 28, 30. Oh, but I, women are always, every woman I know who's divorced in their 40s, 50s are always 10 to 12 years up. They can't get a guy their age or younger. Really? Yeah. Uh, so I have a very, very close friend of mine who dated in high school, and then she was my roommate for a long time. Her mom was so unbelievable, hot, made me insane. (laughs) And I still, sadly, her her mom passed away about three years ago. But I was really tight with her mom. So this friend of mine and I broke up, and I tell her all the time, I'm like, you know what I should have done? I go, your mom was married like four times, and they were a bunch of dipshits. 
I go, fuck. <laughs> a little bit like stepbrothers, right? Yeah, exactly. She she had the fucking old bull. I should have let her have the calf. Yes. I go, God damn, I could have been your stepdad. <laughs> Dude, how crazy would that have been? I tell all the time. I'm like, I'm not even joking. Your mom was, yeah, El Grande hot. She's like, shut up. I'm like, I'm not. You get your ass in there and do your homework. Um, but I don't know, Dave. For me, I always went the other way. Like, I'm happy to say that. Yeah. Because you got, yeah, none of my buddies, though. Yeah. I don't think any of my buddies, um, you know, a few of us divorced. Yeah. I, I, none of my buddies were ever. They don't go crazy young? No. And they were divorced before I was. Yeah. We've always just kind of stayed in stayed that. Stayed in the same area. Yeah, kind of like I said, like yeah. five back, five ahead. God, I've had friends that have gone as, as low as 17 years. Really? Yeah, <laughs> really? yeah like Let's... as low as 17 years back. And then, I'm, then I run into guys like you and me who already have kids. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what if that girl wants a kid? Like, yeah. I, dude, happened to a buddy of mine just around the corner. Got divorced, and all of a sudden, he has two kids who are graduating high school, and all of a sudden, the new one wants kids. Dude. Then you're like Larry King. Yeah, you're like fucking Larry King. And my rule of thumb is determining how old you're going to be when that kid's graduating high school. Yeah. And, like, well, I'll only be 78. <laughs> well, good. Isn't that great? <laughs> Isn't that great, fella? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no, I... Uh, no, I don't know. Just for me, I, I like them right in that range where yeah. they are, which means when you're 80, you'll be oh, driving shit. around. See, that part scares me. Yeah, I'd be driving a yeah. fucking convertible Chevy C, uh, Sebring. Yeah. Probably with a scarf like fucking Robert Wagner. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, driving that's, around. Yeah, that's depressing. Jesus. Yeah, that kind of hurts because you're right. That just changes all the movies you just looked at. If you stay with the girls your age. Yeah. Who wants to see that shit? Yeah. Right? <laughs> nobody. Yeah. God no, There's nobody it. in that group. Fuck. Yeah. That's funny, man. No. God dang it. Yeah, guys, though, as you said, your list right there. I know there are guys who are listening going, oh, that. Go to. Go to. I don't know. To. She's 17. <laughs> you know, my list, I heard more about 28. Dude, if they'd have done this list in the 80s. Yes. It would have been great. Yeah. I'd have been. Well, in the eighties, no. they were in the eighties. They were all older than us. I know, but in yeah. the eighties, I worked at the video yeah. store. Oh bullshit! <laughs> you put Christy Canyon where? You dick! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nina Hartley would have been on that list oh, too. Oh my gosh, dude! I tell you what, back in the day, maybe it's the way they cut these clips up, but back in the day, do you remember it took like forty-five minutes to get to the good stuff? You, when you rented a movie, you'd go, holy fuck. I remember we'd like go to Subway. Yeah. And we'd just eat, eat, have time to eat a fucking sandwich oh, and yeah, shit before by. the good stuff came on. Okay, hang on. Like, you look at this and you go, this is where we'll all just do the internal question in our head right now. Yeah. When you look back at different things and you go, man, <laughs> I probably wish I had that back, right? I yeah. wish I had oh, that yeah, back. Everybody does. We all have it. Whatever you're thinking in your head right now where you go, man, I wish that I, I had that back. Where would that rank with social media posting your listing of the top 370 porn stars? Oh, that's funny. Where people are like, who the fuck is this asshole? You have time to watch 370, buddy? 
<laughs> like it's not like you rated your top ten or your top fifteen. Yeah. Shit, even if you did your top fifty, you could probably knock off fifty, yeah. right? But three seventy, dude. If you're okay, a couple things. If you're ranking three seventy, first thing through my head because I'm paranoid as fuck. The FBI is watching my computer right now, going, "This guy's out of control and he's dangerous." He is a maniac. <laughs> He hasn't bought pants in two years. <laughs> and Amazon's at his house all the yeah. time delivering lotion. That's that's where we lost all the fucking sanitizing wipes. This I told. All the Kleenex, toilet papers, this fucking guy. I got to get this list done. I'm going to need hand sanitizer, toilet paper, wipes. This motherfucker. This Shady little pervert. Yeah. Imagine if that guy lived in your complex. Well, you'd never upset- see him. Yeah, you would never see him, but you'd be really upset when you found find out this fucking guy lives three houses down. I tell you what, every time Albert comes home, the fucking Wi-Fi goes down. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what is that guy doing? He has that same I swear, I don't know what that guy listens to, honey. But whatever music he sounds, and you can say what you want, I'm telling you, it's a, everything he listens to sounds like it could be a porn soundtrack. <laughs> Don't call me a pervert. I'm in here listening to Rick Astley. That fucking guy is over there. Honey, what'd I tell you? 370. Look at him walking around, smug son of a bitch. Oh, fuck. Holy shit. What a mess. <laughs> this guy's going to the hospital once a week for an IV. Fucking just a train wreck. But Holy like, shit. Somebody knows this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if we had his fucking name and, and ability to get him on, we'd put him on right now. Talk to this fucking freak. Yeah. <laughs> fucking what a nut. <laughs> Jesus. He got a ton of fucking hits today. Yeah, he did. Everybody, well, Lisa put it out. I'm sure the other stars put it out, too. And, I mean, they got millions of followers. Holy shit, dude. Insane. God damn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if if you're Lisa and you go, man, I put a lot of time into this industry. Yeah. It has to bother you that you're 94. Yeah. Um, I got I got something for you. How you, how you feeling? If I just say to you right now, how quietly confident are you in your ability to get the job done? Which job are we talking about? Well, it doesn't have anything to do with the last <laughs> one. We moved on. <laughs> All right, Dave. Here's my challenge yeah. to you. Tomorrow is July 1st. Yeah. That means in 30 days, it'll be August 1st. August 1st is the anniversary of this show. Shocking, yeah. it'll be 22-year anniversary. Yeah, 31 days. 31 days in July. But yeah, I got you. Hey, thanks a lot, Dave Scott. Well, Nobody want, fucking People cares. are going to correct you. No, well, I won't listen. <laughs> you got one full month. Okay. Fuck. All right. Yesterday, I read this article about how everybody that is a former member of the Trump White House now is on Cameo. All of these people. No way, really. uh, Sean Spicer. Yeah. The Mooch. Yeah. Omarosa. A lot of them are doing Cameo. I think he's fired like 75 people. Yeah. There's a bunch of them that are there. Now, Spicer and the Mooch do it. uh, They're like 150 and 100 but they're doing it, uh, raising money. One of them's for prostate cancer. They're doing something else. Dude, so, both of them need the money, especially in the mooch. The I mean, mooch had the job for like eight days. Yeah, but the mooch is loaded. He was like a hedge fund guy. Is that right? Yeah, he God, does. Plus, what a he's slimy ma- fuck. Plus, he's married to the chick from, uh, or he's dating the chick from Fox. I think. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's doing all right. 
But he, so it got me thinking because you remember Ben and Woods had Rappaport. Yeah. Did it or uh, Bagel Boss? One of those yeah, guys did it. That's what drop. it was. So here's my challenge to you because they range in all price range, right? Yeah. I say let's have a contest, you against me. We got 22 bucks to spend. Yeah. You can now you can go you can go over the luxury tax, right? You can go up to 25, 30. Do you want to go up to 50? Do you want to spend 100? You tell me the number. 22 is kind of there, but we can put this up. The challenge is let's see who can get the most creative, well-written, right? Like what are we wishing, Dave? What are you wishing, Jeff, right? <laughs> Within reason, cameo to celebrate 22 years. I was like, yeah. fuck, we can't do anything. We wanted to do an event. Yeah. Nobody can go anywhere. W- tell me right now, do we set it at 22 bucks or 25 bucks? Sure, I guess 25, right? Yeah, but who's going to do it for... Is, can you get it that cheap? Dude, the guys are doing it for like 10 bucks. Oh, my God. Damn. Okay. Or do you want to go... Or do you want to go... We can go up to 50. 50. Okay, we're doing 50 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Now, I think... It's going to be interesting to see how the money is spent. Yeah. Because my goal is for 50 bucks, I'm going to see if I can get at least three people. Okay. You may just go, fuck it. I'm going to get 50 and get you Genie Pepper, and you'll fucking say that's it, right? Dude, so I just flipped onto the website. Some of these are ridiculous, dude. How much do you think Debbie Gibson is? Uh, probably over 100. It should be like $10. It's 195 right? bucks. I, see, I don't need Debbie Gibson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What the fuck, Debbie? So that's what I'm saying. Okay, we're going 50 bucks. <laughs> Dude, I wish we could go 79 because I know exactly who I'd get you. Who? Carol Baskin. Carol, oh, Carol yeah. fucking Baskin for I'm 79 gonna, bucks. Do you think Carol Baskin would say, I'm going to feed you to the, hey, Dave? Oh, no. Oh, my God. That would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. 50 bucks. Yeah. Challenge to see who we can get. The most creative wins, right? Yeah, sure. All right. We're going to have a three man. We're going to have a three-person jury. Okay. Tell me what you think about these three. Okay. I'm going to nominate the first two. You nominate. You want to do three or five? We'll go three. I don't care. I want to nominate T-Shirt Tech. Okay. Do you feel like he's immediately biased against you, or do you think he can be fair if you come in good? Yeah, no, he's fine. All right. T-Shirt Tech, you're our first judge. I'd also like to nominate Padre Geekster. Okay. Because I think she's fair and accurate. Yep. And then who do you want for the third I'm job? I'm going a miserable Padre fan. Goddamn right. <laughs> damn right. The kid's brilliant. Yeah. All right. Those three will be the judge. That's yeah. who we have to impress. There's we're a- looking for originality yep. in the message. And we're looking for creativity in the uh, in who we have do it. Right? Yes. I tell you right now. All right. This, this I'm not spending 425 bucks, obviously. But I would win right now. If I got Susie Essman. To fucking yell at God you. God damn, dude. Holy Fuck shit. you. Yeah. Dude, she's 425. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Can we do it with 50 bucks or do we have to go to 100? No, we'll go 50 bucks. We can get away with yeah. that, right? Yeah. I've never been on the Cameo site, so I have no idea who we're looking at. Okay. But the idea, like I said, creativity, what the message is, and, uh, <clears throat> and, most effective for look you could go get one yeah. person for 50 if you nail it with what the message is yeah then you're good yeah All holy right. cow damn dude that's funny can we go on to cameo.com and rank them by 
Um, yeah, go to cameo.com. That's what I'm looking at right now. And but you can you do like a drop down by least to most? I'm sure you can. Right now, right. it's just I don't know what the fucking order it's in. It's all over the place. I may get ten for fucking five bucks a pop. Jesus. And just bring them all in. <laughs> uh, good news too. You mentioned Susie Essman. Yeah. Uh, two bits of information that I saw today. Ozark coming back that. for fourth and final season. Yep. Kirby enthusiasm coming back. Yeah. For eleventh season. That's Didn't awesome. say anything about their final season, but both of those shows coming back. Good. Absolutely. No, I'm looking forward to uh looking forward to that. God dang, dude, you got me hooked on this fucking site now. I cannot stop staring at this shit. All right. That's funny. That's uh there's some interesting ones on here. Um, which direction I'll go for you. But it's uh it, it's it's pretty pretty fucking good. Fifty yeah. bucks is it. Yeah, fifty bucks. That's all you get. All right, I'm in. Okay. <laughs> That's a that's a it's a funny deal, funny fucking deal. Man. Uh, I talked to our friend Steve Woods today. By the way, wouldn't you feel weird if you put yourself on here? Like you'd go, "What the fuck am I doing?" Right? Well, I mean, like it have to depend on who you are, right? Yeah, it just it seems kind of like I don't I don't know. I mean, fuck Bobo from Stern's on here. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? It just seems kind of weird to Mud's put yourself on there. out there. Mud's on here too. Mud, Mud, I understand why Mud should be on here. Yeah, I think Mud Norcillo. Yeah, I mean, we'll like, if it. you found out Costo is on here, how pissed would you get? Yeah, what? <laughs> right? I mean, I don't want to hear Costa promote tomorrow's show. No. You know I'll what I'm saying? tell you what. Mike better be careful. Mike better be really fucking careful with his 19 weeks of vacation all the time. <laughs> That's uh, right. That's how it worked out. No shit. Um, I had been in Woods on today. They went to a break. And I went over, dude, I, I will say this. When Rich started, he was always kind of good, but he was a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Dude, that fucking guy has really worked hard. Yes. And he's an incredibly nice guy. Yep. Man, you listen to Ornberger. That dude is really good. Yeah. He was on as a guest today on Colin Coward, actually. No shit. Yeah. Dude, he is a good, good dude. And if you're working hard and trying to get good at it, uh, more power to you. Yeah. Right? But you can tell, man, he is really, uh, I don't know, you said it before, I said it, like, really, really nice guy, but I listened to him today, I go, fuck, man, he is really working hard at that, and he sounds great. Yeah. So, and just a dude I've always liked. Was he filling in for Mike? Yeah. Oh, boy. Fuck. <laughs> Later, chump. <laughs> well, the, look. Here's the deal. I mean, it's just the way the business goes. Happened to you and I too. Somebody's gone. I mean, someone's gone in the very near future. They, the July usually is when contracts run out. You have a zero point zero. You've had a zero point zero for almost the entire all of 2020. Somebody's fucking gone. It makes zero sense that you have basically three guys in the morning on one show, then you have three guys in the afternoon in the afternoon show. How can you continue to, to basically say we're going to pay these salaries when we're getting zero revenue? I don't know. Uh, look, if I'm if I'm the midday show at thirteen sixty, if I'm Darren and Marty, I, I gotta I gotta figure something out because I'm listening to Coach today, and uh, they do this thing where it's like check the coach or whatever, and hey Braden, let's <laughs> play check the coach, and fucking Braden, such a Braden's a nice dude. Yeah. All right, coach, here's our first story. And he reads like this nine-paragraph fucking story. 
Dateline Washington, D.C., Joe Smith said, blah, 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 and it goes and it goes and it goes and he stops. And there's this pause. Am I supposed to comment here? <laughs> yeah, coach, we'd like to get your insight. Well, that's a really interesting story, one we'll keep an eye on. What do you got next? <laughs> and I go, what the hell am I listening to? And they're beating the shit out of 1360. Yeah, they are. And I don't know. I heard Darren with uh, Pedro Gomez yeah. talk about everything coming back. Man, it was good. Yeah, really but at good. what point was that? Uh, I don't know. When was I in the car? I mean, no joke. His show starts at 12. We say this all the time. We said it with Ted Leitner right here. When your name's on the show, and it's called a show no matter what, if your name's not yeah. even on the show, you're ready to go. As soon as, uh, as, soon as man... Mics go on. Especially Sense of urgency. You don't spend 24 minutes fucking around about Marty's apartment or Ugh. what's in the refrigerator or if she has cushions or whatever. It's just, it's terrible, man. It's fuck, like it's one of those where people will go, you ever take a stopwatch to a baseball game and say, if you take a stopwatch, it's less than seven minutes of action. Darren's show's like that. Darren's show is less than fucking 30 minutes of action. It's all bullshit, and he's too good for it to be bullshit. He, he's just bored, man. He's just bored out of his fucking mind. Yeah, I don't. He used to be appointment radio. Yeah, well, he's not, and he. I think he knows it, and I think he, we we talk about when he took that time off, and you and I have taken time off, and you always when you get the offer to come back, you always go through the process of saying, "Do I want to do this? Do I still have the passion to do this and give a best effort to make a a, a show that people want to listen to and I want to be a part of?" I think he spent that time between ten ninety and thirteen sixty wondering, "Is this is something I want to continue doing? I've proven I can do it." And he came back, and guess what? It might have been good for a little bit, and then he realized, fuck, I shouldn't have come back. And it just sounds like he has no interest in doing his own show anymore. i tell you what, for me, and I don't know the backstory, so I won't speculate. Man, that show misses Carruth. It does. That show misses yeah. a lot. It does. And I, I wouldn't say, don't take that to say, no reflection on Marty. It just, it misses Carruth. But to me... Well, where's uh, the PD to direct you? Oh, good, Darren, he you got to get on shit. track. <laughs> He's a fucking dipshit. Fuck that guy. What a fucking zero. Because, you're, again, you're too talented to sit there and just throw in the towel. Look, man, I, I will say this, and this is no reflection on anything. It's just the way that show's put together. For me, yeah. it's way too much Marty. Marty sounds like she's had 20 glasses of fucking... She sounds like she's had three five-hour energies. It's too loud, it's too much, and too hyper. Slow down. And that's what I would say. I think it's really cool that there's an opportunity for Marty's voice to be heard. I think there's too much of Marty's voice. I think Darren has to say... Hang on a second. Still the Darren Smith show, but I like having you on. I like your opinion. I think it's great. You've earned the respect, and you've earned it. But it's, to me, when I hear it, it's 60-40 Marty. Oh, it is. And it should be 70-30 Darren. Yeah, also, you got Jim Russell there. You could use Jim, but he doesn't use Jim. I think the problem, and hell, he doesn't care what I think, but... He should have never let her in studio. You know what I mean? If you keep her on that side of the glass, 
you don't feel so the urgency to but go. But they're in the same house. I'm going to throw it to it. Yeah, I understand. But I'm saying when the show started, it was the same thing before the pandemic. You just you rely on her because yeah. you're looking right at her. It's hard not to. Right. She's right there. But man, if you go in the studio and it's just you in that studio and she's on the other side of the glass in the control room and turns her mic on and off, then it's not like, hey, it's it's the Marty show. And it's it's not called Darren and Marty. It's Darren's show. Right. It, whatever. Right now, people have been a fan of Darren's for a long time, and you and I know him really well and have listened to a show for years. It's not the same show. It's not a good show. It so just who isn't goes a good in right and says, now. dude, we're stale. Come I, on. What are we doing? That's, that's the PD's job, but he he's not going to do it. I think they were just happy to get Darren and yeah. just and said, you know what? It is what it is. It's not working. There's no way, and no offense to Coach, there's no way Coach should ever beat Darren. There's hey, a reason why Coach was. Am I supposed was, to comment here? There's a reason why Coach was working in the evenings and Darren was working in the afternoons because he was killing it in the afternoons. There's no reason why Coach should be there. I, I, if I'm the PD, I go, you know what we're doing right now? We're doing... An air check. I want you to listen back to how shitty this is. What we're doing right now in 2020 is, here's what's going on in the world of sports. Here's what Hacksaw thinks. Yeah. Right? Dude, yeah. You're, you, dude, we're, yeah. we got to roll, man. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've listened to his show a lot the last probably month, which more so than I had in the past even, because I just happen to be outside. I've been doing a lot of yeah. work outside. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I just know between 12 and, and 1224, there's going to be fucking nothing. Every single fucking day. But when he gets to an interview, like I said, a Pedro Gomez. That was great. I want to hear it because he can do it. And he does a good job. Enough with fucking Scott Lewis. Dude, Everybody enough. with the fucking Scott Lewis shit. I Anyone that's booking Scott Lewis in this town's fucking lazy. 100%. Especially Jesus. now. We got it. Dude, he's a fucking great guy. Stop. Good God. And especially when every other show is booking him. Every show in San Diego books him. That's when you're like, and it's, if you go on and you're like, hey, Scott, tell us your thoughts on COVID-19. Where are we at? The bars are now closed. Does this mean those of us that work Monday through Friday, nine to five in an office, should we be scared? Should we be nervous? By the way, Scott, give me an idea from a parent's standpoint what you're hearing on schools. Scott, do you think we have an opportunity in this dumb fuck town to get it voted through that in the Midway area we'll be able to build buildings higher than whatever the fuck it is, 30 feet, so we can get in a new arena and a new development down there? But when it turns to... Hey, Scott, what do you think we're going to do at catcher with Francisco Mejia and Austin Hedges? You're exactly right. Yep. Fucking lazy. Nothing against Scott. No. Dude, when you are trying to promote Voice of San Diego yep. in these times when the reader's dead, City Beat went out of business, the fucking UT's about dead, and you're trying to promote Voice of San Diego, if I'm Scott, every time the phone rings, I jump on. He's doing the right thing. Yeah. And you can say, well, we're mornings, and these other shows are middays. Nobody cares because I'm in the car in the morning, and then I'm back in the car at lunch, and guess what? Scott's on all fucking day. All fucking, right? All day. All fucking day. God damn. If it was major league time, Scott would be arbitration eligible. Scott, Fucking Scott has talked more in the last month than Costa did in four years with Hartman. That's true. That's true. Well, to Scott's credit, he's entertaining. 
and knowledgeable. Dave, I look at baseball and I'm like, hey, Austin Hedges, come on. Right, Dave? You're like, Mike, why did that take six minutes to get out of a sentence where you basically just said, come on. Um, yeah, I just, goddamn. I'm just going, yeah, just, just going, I, I just change. Yeah. No offense. Love him, dude. The guy was great. Came down here one night in the garage before COVID-19 bullshitted. Yeah. But, and you go, dude, once a month. Holy cow. He's a weekly guest for every show in this town. I think he's great when you have the opportunity to talk about, are we going to put a shovel in the ground for San Diego State? Yeah. Are you going to put a shovel in the ground at Midway for the sports arena? But when you're like, hey, what do you think about the third line for the Seals? And what do you think? He's just like, come on, you dickheads. <laughs> want to ask you? I want to ask you a little bit of baseball, okay? Mm-hmm. You got a couple guys who are who are sitting out. Did it surprise you that these names come out? Mike Lee, Ryan Zimmerman, Joe Ross, Ian Desmond all say we aren't going to play. Well, then I'm not going to watch a fucking minute. <laughs> Fuck. Did any of that surprise you? No. No. But I mean, did you surprised it's not more? I'm like, if you're Ryan Zimmerman, I'm like. Dude, great career. He's worth $150 million yeah, right now. Yeah, hang out. Yeah, he's $150 million in the bank. Yeah, no. Dude, I'm not, I don't tell anybody how to do it. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised there aren't more. I'll be honest with you. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. But that window of opportunity is so small and that money. Yeah. I mean, it was the point that. Like Joe Ross probably needs to have that year, right? Yeah. But, but I don't know. I don't know what goes on in his house, that conversation. Yeah, I, I'm not against anyone. But you're not getting it back? No, you aren't getting it back. And at the same time, you kind of look at the list, and I think every baseball fan's going, I just hope it's not one of my players. You know what yeah. I mean? I hope it's not someone major. It's not a, a starting pitcher, or it's not you know a Tatis, uh, a Mookie Betts, any of those guys where you go, holy fuck, that would hurt. That would really fucking hurt. Yeah. You know, and so you you wonder. And at the same time, we talked about it the other day. Is is you worry about what if one of these guys comes down with it? We talked about it with Brett. How does that how does that affect your team and what happens? Got a question for you about the pods because two things I'm gonna ask you. One is, did you see the Vegas odds on how many wins the Padres get? <laughs> uh, no, I put them at. Um, now, what would you say? Sixty games. What would you say? I, Dave, I have huge I have huge questions about that team. Yeah, I really don't think that that team's where we hoped they would be when we got to 2020, whether you're playing 60 or 162. You're right. I mean, let's look at the rotation. Yep. Garrett Richards. Yep. Zach Davies. Yep. Chris Paddock. Yep. Joey Lucchese and Lamette. Yes. Good job. Okay. So you're looking at that. You got Yates in the bullpen, Pomeranz in the bullpen, Pagan in the bullpen. All right. Cool. To me, that that pitching rotation doesn't scream playoffs, much less World Series. Yeah. We went through it the other night. We go, Hosmer, no? No. Uh, Talked to Woods. I asked him today, what's up with Brian Dozier? He said Dozier had bailed, but he thinks they're renegotiating with him, but he's currently not on the 60-man, but they only booked 52 guys so he could be there. But if you're going Dozier or Profar? Uh, not really. No. Love to tease and Machado on the yes. left side. We already talked about this catching. I have no idea what's going to happen there. 
Love Tommy Pham. Yep. But then I look at the rest. I go, dude, I got I got six guys out of twenty five. We go great. I to me, Dave, I put him at uh, I'll put him at twenty five and thirty five. That's what I would say. Okay, Vegas has them at thirty one wins, which means a no winning record. No shit. Winning record, and they have them at third in the division, which surprised me. They have them ahead of the Rockies and ahead of the Giants. Well, uh, dude, that would be pretty wild. Yeah, they have the – I'll give you the numbers. They have the Dodgers at 37, which is the high in all of baseball. They have the Diamondbacks okay. at 31 and a half, which to me is low. The Diamondbacks are pretty fucking good on paper. Um, the Padres 31, Rockies 27, Giants 24 and a half. Mm-hmm. Now, and this might have been on Darren's show that I heard it, is that he had someone on, I believe it was Darren, is saying – if the Padres finish behind the Giants this year, this is a huge problem for the Padres as far as reevaluating where you're at as an organization. There's no reason you should finish behind the Giants. The Giants don't have anything in the minor leagues and they don't have anything in the major league level. What do you do if you're uh, the Padres and for some reason you do finish in last place? Does, does you clean house? I mean, do you sit there and go... Hey, Jace, nice knowing you. AJ, nice knowing you. I mean, is there a number or a position in the standings where you go, fuck the Padres? We, we got to look in the mirror now and go, this has gone on way too long. Well, I, I love the number that Vegas put. So you put 31 on there. 31 and 29. All right. Pretty interesting. Yep. All I know is there's a dude that used to wear 15. And that's what I was thinking about yep. this year. What's the number, not for me, not for you or anybody else? Other than Ron Fowler. What's the number for Ron Fowler? Two numbers. What's the number they looks at and goes, all right, Jace Tingler is my guy. And we wish Boach the best and hope that he doesn't end up in the National League West. Or the number where he goes, fuck this. I can't do this anymore. Preller, you're gone. Tingler, you're gone. And Boach come in. And help me figure out who our GM is going to be, right? Yeah. And we have to figure out a way to pump life into it. I got to imagine that Tingler and Preller get all of, all of 20 and probably a lot of 21 just based on the circumstance into this year for everything going on. It is tough for any new manager, especially. A guy like Tingler, this kind, uh-huh. of, kind of stinks for him. Yeah. Um, But we will see. I mean, Dave... Bochy would sell season tickets. Bochy would sell a ton of season tickets. But that's not fair to Tingler. No. To Tingler, you gave him this opportunity. Here's what it is. That's assuming we get all 60 games in. There are people that are like, I don't know, you get 20 games in. And you might be late getting going in 2021. Well, at that point, in that horrible scenario, then Tingler's your guy. He's got to be your guy. But I, I, you know what, Dave? I just hope, man, that you are 30 games in and we're sitting here bitching and complaining about the way that team's playing and there's no chance of a shutdown because if they quit after 15 games, holy shit, that would suck. No, it would. It would be absolutely terrible. We all want to see, see baseball. I kind of like it. I always say about you know Vegas and all of us say the same thing. They hit it. They do. They hit it. They aren't in the business of losing money. I mean, 31 wins. If you're a Padre fan, you have to be really excited about that. And somebody would go, oh, well, fuck them. Like, well, when's the last time you finished over 500? Yeah. You know, 31 wins is pretty fucking good at a 60 games if you're a Padre fan. To have them finishing in third place, 
is a huge step up from last place a year ago. Uh, what I want to see is really what happens at the trade deadline. Yeah. <clears throat> With these teams, right? What happens at the deadline? Who goes? Could you clean house there, right? That'd be interesting to see what direction they go. I think a lot of Padre fans, maybe I'm, I'm just not sold on Trent Grisham, but I keep thinking he's the guy that fucking was the reason the the Brewers lost the, that game, you know, and they, they had they shipped him out. And it's funny because if Trent Grisham fields that ball cleanly in right field in that yeah. wild card game, the Nationals don't win the World Series. No, but I mean, he gave up Eric Lauer to get him. Yeah, and I, but the deal is Eric Lauer was a guy you invested in. He was a guy you drafted, what, in the first round in 2015, 2016? Yeah. I mean, here's a starting pitcher that progressed the way you hoped he would, but yet you trade him away. So I hope Grisham is the real deal, but right now I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Is he your center fielder of the future? Man, I, I just uh, I just want to see him playing. I just really want to see him playing. I mean, aren't we supposed to start seeing guys reporting to Petco in the next few days? Friday was supposed to be the day. <laughs> Friday is supposed to be the day we see guys out now. This whole Austin Hedges thing is really interesting to go. Does Austin Hedges, hey, do we tell you, hey, sit out? How does it, how does it go? Hey, Kevin Acey might have written this. I'm not reading the paper anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, what are the Padres doing with supposed to be your, your starting catcher? I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, get, yeah. get serious here. You, you know, you're a professional baseball player, and you're going to sit there and fuck this whole thing up for everybody. I, uh, I, wonder, I wonder how long a leash there is for a lot of these guys. Right. Yeah. Because the the thing that we were told about the depth of the farm system is it allows them to cultivate young talent yep. and move things out. And if you're not making it, there's five guys behind you that want to go. Well, if Mejia can't figure out how to catch and Hedges can't figure out to hit, how far away is Camposano? He, I think he's a year away. I'm like, you should be the guy in 2021 if these two guys can't do it. And is he? He's supposed to be the, your your package, but then you run into people and say, "Oh, he, he's not a good defensive catcher." You know, it, it, but you know what? In twenty twenty one, you could have yeah. an automatic strike zone. Yeah, and that's the thing. Well, and that could work to the benefit of Mejia. Absolutely, absolutely. That's where you go. I just write it out. I don't know, Dave. I I just I I'm fascinated by it all. I think the one thing is you got to kind of give a little bit of slack to the. To the leagues, right? Yeah. The leagues are trying... Dude, the leagues are in such a difficult situation. And it's one of the rare times that, that you agree with them. You're trying to please everybody while protecting everybody. And God, it's like herding cats in there. Yeah. You have to look at your major sponsors. Start with the networks. How much is Fox giving you? ESPN. It's absolutely. TBS. Yep. How much are the regional networks giving? For baseball. What are you going to allow me to do? It's the shit we talked about with Brett last week. What are you going to allow me to do and what can I do? Because when I'm watching nine guys that look like they're playing at Sweetwater High School, it's not, there's no drama. There's no crowd shots. I don't have anything. How many times guys show fucking Rod Barajas? Fuck. So now... You're trying to uh, take care of that. Then you go to the organizations. Well, we got to make money. I don't know what the hell we're going to do. We don't have anybody coming in like drunk Flannery. Yes. How do you think he got his name? Because he's drunk. How do you get drunk? By buying $19 beers. 
I just lost $38 on that guy, right? Then the players, hey, I want to play, but I want to get paid, and I got to stay healthy, and I got to... Yeah. Dude, holy shit. For what Adam Silver and Manfred and Goodell and Gary Batman are going through, just trying to juggle it all with yeah. no history to look back on, to say, well, this is what they did at that time. What, are we going to go back to what they did during the Spanish flu? No. God damn it. <laughs> and and nobody's ever going to be happy. But the problem is you have incredibly loud voices that are not necessarily going to be happy. Dude, I'm just like, hey, man, give it your best shot. Let's see what you can do. I'm with you. Let's give it your best shot, see what we can do. Yeah. And, and the NBA with this whole bubble thing that they plan on doing. And right. You're seeing a shitload of guys that aren't able to go in the NBA. Oh, man. What we talked about the other night with the NHL yeah. draft lottery, I was I was chatting with Maddie on uh, on Twitter, dude. I thought all things considered, I mean, it's a little weird that a playoff team will end up with a number one pick, but it worked out great for the Kings. Um, the Ducks are still six. Detroit should have been yeah. higher, but all of a sudden, for anybody, Dave, even a casual hockey fan, but especially for the diehards, when they redo this knowing that you're getting a very impactful player in Alexi Lafreniere, like, it's going to be really fascinating. You could have Montreal, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. You could have a couple of wild cards like Florida or Arizona where people are like, oh, God, no. Don't send to Arizona. Dude, can you imagine? Holy shit. You're going to have to deal with Steve Arissimo all day? <laughs> um, and that's where... But that, to me, is where you go, this is must-see TV. Kind of wild. I love the NHL's eight-series play-in. That's going to be insane. It's going to be like March Madness every day. When's the NHL starting up again? They're, well, they're, they're going to try to get going by August, which you go, oh, man, August feels forever. Dude, tomorrow's July. Yeah. When you think back, you go June 1st, Memorial Day, right? We all look back, what were you doing Memorial exactly. Day weekend? Like that much time. Yeah, no, no, that, that's absolutely it. I was thinking about this whole COVID-19. I go, there there are two groups of people I think have been affected, all right? Mm -hmm. If you're a deaf person, you, no more reading lips. You're kind of fucked, right? Big time. If you're a shitty ventriloquist, man, all of a sudden, you're pretty yeah, fucking you good. Yeah, go. Well, you're pretty good. <laughs> you could be moving your lips like crazy behind that fucking mask. Oh, yeah, that might be your new job. <laughs> that might be it. I might be at birthday parties. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> What are you? What are you gonna? What are you gonna fucking do? You're gonna book Dave. Yeah, Dave. A... Dave, the COVID nineteen <laughs> ventriloquist, coming to your party. Did Sean Walchip's little boy just had a birthday. Yeah. Did he book you? No, he didn't book me. That Fuck. asshole. That, that, that fucking asshole. God damn it. No loyalty. No loyalty at that's, all. That son of a bitch. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Dan Williams is your guy that wants to get you out of debt. Look, everybody wants to be debt free. What are you waiting for? Dan Williams has helped so many people out during this whole COVID-19 problem. He can help you out as well. 858-688-6813. Let's get that brand new house. 858-688-6813. Yep. Just paid off my credit cards. Thank you to Ticketmaster for uh, issuing me a refund in a timely manner. And now, Dave, I'm probably, if I had a guess, looking at $3,500 in car repair. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Are you seriously this having morning, car problems? Fuck. Well, you want to hear what I did? Oh, shit. What did you do? So this morning, right by Carlsbad, 
there's a great little place where you go and just airplanes coming in. I got Ben and Woods on. I had like 15 minutes to kill. Yeah. So just hanging out, right? Get something to eat. Listen to the show. It's funny. They're doing other other different bits. Dude, they have this. I told Steve I called him because they got this funniest goddamn promo running where they're talking about all the sports writers that love Springsteen. Yeah. And right. Think about it. Scott Miller. Kernan, oh, yeah. They're all Springsteen guys. Yep. And fucking him and Paul go, let's try to set up Mortensen. Is he a Springsteen guy? And the promo is they play a, a rejoiner and it's Springsteen. The first, first thing you hear out of Mort, oh, I got to love that Springsteen. It was great. <laughs> so I'm, I'm listening to Steve and everything's great. Now I look at the clock and it's you know getting close to eight. I have to go. I back up Shit. about five feet and I just turn to the right to get out of the lot. And I didn't even realize there's an island right next to where I was. Huge fucking parking yeah. lot. There's one little island. I drove right over it. Probably completely tore out my lower end of my car. Uh, I don't know what the fuck yeah. I did. I go, God damn it. Did anybody see that? <laughs> you had to look around to see if did somebody you, saw you fuck it up. Did you know you, what? Everybody's done that move in the parking lot. Oh my Where's God. there's the, the cement block in front of you, but yeah. you don't think it's there. So you're just going to go forward. Dude. And once you drive over, you're like, all right, my choices are either both the back That's wheels go over. That's what I had to over. do because oh, I was fuck. stuck right in the middle. Christ. I was like, holy shit. Now, it's not as bad as the Rex Chapman move. Did you see that I saw lady? That with the girl. Oh my god! Get the gas. Oh fuck. So well, here's a good thing. So assuming my car is okay, I'll be fine. But hey, if I need to go buy a new car, uh, thanks to Dan Williams and his help, my credit score <laughs> is back at eight twenty. And just a little bit of free advice for anybody new drivers or old: pay a little attention to what you're parked next to. <laughs> Save your muffler, <laughs> dick, and your struts. Eight five eight six eight eight six eight. I just got done putting like twenty five hundred yes, in I my know. car, but I sat there for like fifteen minutes and just completely zoned out. I looked, Dave. There was one fucking island in Shit. the parking lot, and I drove right over it. Fuck. And no one to get mad at but yourself. I know. We we're just like shit, idiot. <laughs> You're Scotty from Bookie Nights. Yeah, without trying to fucking hook up with Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> idiot. Brian Curry is your guy to buy that perfect home. You pick the neighborhood. Brian Curry will put you there. He's been selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. Again, he's won the President's Elite Award with Caldwell Banker, top 1% internationally. He's the best of the best. There's no one to call when it comes to buying a brand new house. Make sure you call our friend Brian Curry. Brian's phone number, very easy, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Shout out to one of the nicest neighborhoods in San Diego that I never talk about. And I don't know why I don't, because you look at the alumni that have come out of there. Why wouldn't anybody want to raise their kids in Point Loma? Yeah, it's great. Point Loma is a blast. It is great. And it was funny. There was something going back and forth. People were peacefully protesting out in front of Mayor Faulkner's house. He knew where to go. He's in Point Loma. And uh, my man, Pointer Dave, the guy said, hey, pretty nice neighborhood. Better than La Mesa, which La Mesa is great, but Point Loma crushes it. And my man Pointer Dave said, I'm not going to say anything about La Mesa. I don't want to get an arm bar from Dotseth. Uh, I love Pointer Dave. Verissimo. Yep. I think Meaty comes from there. Billy comes from there. Obviously, the legend Pete and Point Loma. You call Brian Curry, you go, BC, find me a place there. That's yeah, great. Oh, so nice, right? How do we never mention that? It's our neighborhood of the week. 
It's brought to you by Dagmar Midcap and the weather team at NBC7. Uh, that's where eh, I'd probably be a little far out from my kids over there in La Mesa, but so what? You guys might don't be know worth my it. Yeah, it might be worth it. Yep. Where shit's going with those two idiots? I may go over there. Move in, hang out. We'll go to Meaty's house. We'll just crash that uh, video that he does. Bring our own big yellow cup, get fucked up, and kick people off the show. You guys could be a part of it, too. Starts with a call to Brian Curry, 619-259-1588. That perfect pool's waiting for you as well. Alan Taylor, Taylor Domain Pools, more than 20 years in San Diego, making perfect pools just for you. What are you waiting for? Alan Taylor's your guy. New construction on commercial or residential, full remodels on commercial and residential as well. New equipment repairs. He does it all. He's also the guy that can show your pool before it's finished to get an idea of what it's going to look like with the 3D design virtual tours. Make sure you call Alan Taylor. Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452. I don't think that one went across. Did you hear that ring in your ear? Well, I heard Six, it. Did you really? That's not good. 619-449-4452. There's probably getting... someone asking, what's that fucking number for Alan Taylor? Uh, well, I can't argue with that, but that's fine. Give him that number. Listen, we have a deal tonight. It's the 4th of July, Dave and Jeff special with Taylor Made Pools. I called Amy tonight. I said, Amy... How many of these can we do? She goes, how many are you thinking? I said, eight. She goes, eight. Yeah, I'll do eight. If you want to lose eight teeth, you're going to be whistling. <laughs> she said, you're going to be whistling through a chip front tooth. I said, God damn, how about three? She goes, three's perfect. For the first three people that call TaylorMade Pools and say, hey, I heard the Dave and Jeff 4th of July special. We love the silhouettes. We've talked about them over the years. We've had Catherine Bach. Yep. We've had Raquel Welch. We've had Pam Greer. We've had Jeannie Pepper. Charlene Tilton. Charlene Tilton was there and so many others. Well, tonight, for the first three people that call in tribute to this bar stool poll, you will get the Mia Malkova, number one <laughs> out of 370. And that way, when your aunt comes over, the nanny comes over, the uh, what's that thing called when you when you hire the girl from Europe to watch your kids? You know that name? The au pair? Yes. Yes. When she comes over, she's gonna look. Man, that is a beautiful new pool. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to ask. Is that Mia Malkova? You're goddamn right, it is. How'd you get that? I mentioned the Dave and Jeff show to Taylor Made Pools, and Amy said, "Build it. <laughs> Call them." Because right now, I'll tell you what you guys are gonna be doing. Here's what you're gonna do. Because you all sat on your fucking thumbs for nine months while this shit was going on during your Zoom meeting when Alan and his Earth Movers could have been there. So guess what you guys are going to do? You're going to go out back and you're going to put your big heavy canvas gloves on and you're going to pick stickers out of a boring bush. Well, have fun. <laughs> but for those of you that were smart and fucking listened, you're going to be hanging out, relaxing, having chicken fights, playing Marco Polo. It's going to be great, and God bless all of you. You all deserve it. There you go. See? Kyle Fluker is your guy for that perfect website. You want the website built that's going to make your business grow. If you need to fix your website, he can do that. If you need a brand-new website, Kyle's your guy as well. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Uh, we're seeing so much of it, people buying things on the net. But you go and you go, man, that's shady. <clears throat> Not going there. Right, Dave? Yes. Uh, you know what? Yeah, thing pops up on your phone. <laughs> Suspicious sights. You're like, I don't care. The chick's hot. I want to see it. Fuck it. I got LifeLock. 
But, <laughs> but you know what? Build a safe website, family-friendly. It's going to drive people to it. Your business is going to go crazy, and guess what? You're going to be the one of the 33 calling to get that Mia Malkova pool. But that all starts with a call to Kyle. Have him overhaul your website. Look at what he did for DaveAndJeffShow.com, Jake'sProjects.org, and so many others. Uh, uh, Sean Walcheff listened. Yes. Julie Brownman listened. And, man, they couldn't be more thrilled. We couldn't be more thrilled. You won't be more thrilled than after uh, Kyle overhauls your website. All right, here we go. We got how old are they and how much are they worth? We have one that you're going to like a lot. I like for it. Sure. Okay. I know who it is. And, uh, well, I, I, I'll save them for a little bit then for you. But we're going June 30th birthdays. So we're going to start off with a person that's dead. Don't know if you're a huge fan or not, but I found it interesting. Okay. Lena Horn. Lena Horn was pretty hot. Yep. Born in 19... Well, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, you almost gave it away. I think Lena Horn... I think Lena Horn would have been 97. 103. No shit. Yep, died in when she was 93. Born in 1917. Man, she was cool. Uh, I'm going to say 10 million. $30 million. Nice, dude. Yeah, how nice. about that shit? She always seemed cool, man. Yep, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going reverse order of people that you'll be excited about. Do you know who country singer Cole Swindell is? I uh, know the name. Okay. But so, why do I always think Greg Swindell? You always, yeah, that's what I thought you would say. Cole Swindell, I'll just give you the age. 37 worth $3 million. Here you go. Two that you'll definitely know. Michael Phelps, the swimmer. Oh, Michael Phelps today, huh? Yep. Interesting. Thinking about the Olympics and how old he was, I'm going to say he's uh, 29. 35. No shit, yep. dude. I think he's made some dough. I'm going to say he's worth, uh, although I guess he's an he's amateur athlete. He's made some dough. I'm going to say $25 million. $80 million. No kidding. Yeah. Dude, what a machine. $80 million. This one I know you know. It's Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, born the day before my buddy Boom. Okay. They're so similar in the way they <laughs> approach life. I can tell you for a fact Mike Tyson is 54 years old today. Th that's exactly right. Now, here's the big question on Mike. How much would he have been worth? How much money Dude. did he have? And how much does he have? Uh, it's terrible what happened to him from Don King and others that gutted him. Mike probably should have been worth close to, I would think, about $400 million. $685 million. Damn. And what's he actually worth? Yes. I think Mike's kind of bounced back he a little bit. He has bounced back a little bit. I'm going to say Mike's at about $20 million. $3 million. Nah, I think he's worth more than I'm that. I'm just saying I looked it up. What do you want well, me to say? Well, what do you make for Hangover? <laughs> probably made, made, for, made more for Hangover, too. I have no idea. Or whatever. Was he in both of them? Yeah, he was. He sings in the second one. When did he do the, the drum solo for In the, the Air Tonight? One. That's first in one. That's In the Air Yeah. God. Dude, isn't he? He's a pretty amazing comeback He's, he's story, made right? a comeback. People like Mike Tyson, right? There's certain yeah. guys people like. Like, people like Mike Tyson. People like Snoop Dogg. You know what but, I mean? People, people like guys Mike that, that had a bad reputation that like him all of a sudden. But people hated Mike for yeah, a long time, and rightfully so. But Mike, I mean, Mike went a little plum loco. Yeah, he did. But, uh, but where he is and coming back, um, yeah. Pretty great. And okay, here's way, a, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. I was just going to say, that movie coming out in a few years with Jamie Foxx playing Mike Tyson is going to be insane. Kind of crazy. And and from what Mike said in an interview, they're, he's not hiding anything back. Good. They're not pulling any punches. He's telling the full story Good. of everything that happened because that's who you have to be. Okay, here's a question for you. As a, as a man, would you ever date a girl that Mike Tyson used to be with that he, mattered to him? I was telling someone this story the other day. 
that that there was a guy. I'll tell you, it was Howard Stern. Remember Howard Stern went out with Robin, Robin Gibbons? Gibbons? Dude, not in a million fucking years. No. Are you out of your mind? Right. No. Um, what if Mike gets crazy and punches you in the face? I'm going to say, ouch. <laughs> I don't like that, Mike. Dude, have you seen Mike hitting the mitts? Yes. Scary as fuck. Scary as shit. God damn. Uh, no. Oh, my not- God. Oh my gosh! I gotta find this fucking guy, dude. I found a guy on the internet today that yeah. I was like, "God damn, I'm not gonna fucking find it." Um, it's this fucking guy, dude. I I, I couldn't post it because he swears so much, and hell, I just can't. But it's a uh, guy looks like he's about four foot five, Jeff, and he goes into his backyard and he like jumps into barbed wire and. Oh, dude! I've seen that. You seen this fucking guy? He's and unbelievable and with the dark hair. Him. Yeah, the dark hair. Oh, he's... and he always it always ends everything with "fuck this shit." Yeah. He's unbelievable. Dude, I, I I can't get enough. I watched he, for like an hour and a half, and I'm like, how am I the last one of the party? I know everybody he, has seen this fucking guy. He does. It's all like- Superhuman is super, the guy. Yeah. Holy shit. It's superhuman1234 is his Twitter handle. You got to see this motherfucker if you I've haven't seen, seen him. him. Oh, my God. But it's he great. jumps onto like tables, and he jumped onto like old school computers. Yeah, cactuses. Right. Light bulbs, tacks. Oh, takes his shirt off every time is fuck this shit. And he just, it reminds me of something miserable Padre fan would fucking do. <laughs> Dude, I the guy makes me nervous. Like yeah. when, when there's a point in your life, I think it's when you become a parent. Right. Because there's a part where you're like, if that was my buddy. Yeah. I would just be like, dude, you are insane. And I would laugh at everyone. But then there is a part where you're like, dude, somebody has to be this guy's dad. Dude, what if you're his neighbor? And he's screaming in the backyard before he does every one of them. You're like, I, ah, here he goes again. Fuck. I, I'd go over, but yeah. I... And he I, cries at the end of almost every one yes. of them. Yes. Which they need to keep the camera on longer for the crying part. I feel like uh, <laughs> I feel like if I was his neighbor, I would feel like Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen in 40-Year-Old Virgin when uh, Steve Carell's getting waxed. Yeah. Like, you don't want to watch, but yeah. you got to watch. Yes. And every time you're like, oh, God, don't do it again. Yeah. And then I, he's doing it. Like, I cannot get enough of this guy. I want to know who's who's talent. Is he thinking of all these? I, I have no idea. But he's, the way he cries at every one of them, I fucking love it. Like, I want to watch this guy cry. Uh, that stuff makes me nervous because you go, this is going to end wrong. Yeah. Well, you're waiting for a broken arm. You're waiting for, when, when he gets up and all those tacks are sticking in his chest. Or the fucking rat traps go off all over his oh, body. I can't. Dude, oh, it's I, great. There, there's a, uh, there's a. It's, okay, so uh, do we have do we have to do stare go? No, yeah, stare goes. Want me to knock him out? No, just we'll get to him. Okay. So my buddies and I watched wrestling. Yeah. Right, we've talked about it on this show. Yeah. So there's, I mean, really, when you were a kid, when I was a kid, it was AWA in Minneapolis. Then I came out here. We really didn't have any. Yeah. But then you got Ric Flair on TBS and that whole group. And then you had Hogan and that whole group, right? Yep. About, I don't know, Dave, 25 years ago, the guy Paul Heyman uh, started a group called ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling. Yeah. And they started building a cult following, and they had all kinds of crazy shit. And guys are giving pile drivers to chicks and chicks in bikinis and all kinds of wild shit, right? Yep. Setting everybody on fire. They're silly. <laughs> so, 
But then it it goes crazy and everybody's like, well, that's not enough. That's not extreme enough. So what they had this group that was running out of the Olympic auditorium. Yeah. It's my like only thing I, I never saw a boxing match in the Olympic, but I saw these guys XPW. Okay. And they were run by a guy named uh Rob Black and his chick who was a porn chick. Now they did that crazy kind of porn day where you're spitting on people and you're choking and you're like this yeah. does not look fun for anybody but they had xpw and they had like jasmine st Clair and all these chicks so my buddy goes i got his tickets we're going to the olympic auditorium we go and they have this bald dude that looks like a miniature version of bam bam bigelow like body type tattoos the whole thing they have a table match and the guy he's going against sets the table on fire. So everybody in the crowd, oh, oh, oh. it's like 10 feet in front of us, like from me to the garage door. Well, they throw a little Bigelow onto this fucking thing. The dude 100% catches on fire. Yeah. And now everybody around there has about an eighth grade education, like your guy on the table. Yeah. And they're just looking. Fuck. And you're like, dude, that motherfucker is on fire like yeah. this isn't david blaine where you're like oh how'd he do it you're like no he's burning so they finally uh ladies and gentlemen we just wanted to let you know that little bigelow has been taken to local hospital we, he'll probably make it uh, don't <laughs> don't forget we got t-shirts and your championship belts and a free chance to get a picture and a handy from uh lizzie borden in the uh, back parking lot for 25 bucks. <laughs> Tetanus shots are in the front parking lot. So I, I go to boom. I go, you know, dude, I, I don't think that's for me. Yeah. Like it's for me, I don't really need to see a dude get set on fire. Calls me a month later. He goes, Hey, they're back. They're having a scaffold match. I go, what? Scaffold. Yeah. 20 feet above the ring. Dude. I, I cannot, I'm fine in buildings. Yeah. But open heights freak me out. So the idea of being on a scaffold and any of that, I'm like, dude, I'm done. Yeah. That's like, it's New Jack, who's this dude that's like a former gang member, and he's going against this big, tall, bald guy. Well, you find out later on that New Jack had been pissed at this big, bald guy because the bald guy screwed up a move yeah. like a month earlier. So in the match, outside of the storyline, New Jack just fucking tases this dude, Dave. Lays him out. The guy's laid out. And he fucking throws him off the scaffold. 20 feet. Jesus. This dude barely hits a folding table. Go, go, go. And falls. Dude, he almost killed the guy. That's what I'm afraid of with this dude on the videos. Is that it's going to get to the point where they're just trying to keep doing it. Like yeah. the thing I was at, they kept hitting this one guy with fluorescent light bulbs. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. Oh, when the guy's got piece like David Arquette. Remember they did that to David Arquette? No. Like two years ago, yeah. David Arquette's doing one of these fucking things yeah. in Hollywood. And the dude hits him with a fluorescent oh, light bulb over the neck and it's stuck in his oh, jugular. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. almost killed him. Yeah. Well, remember 40 Old Virgin? They're in the back. Seth Rogen and those guys yeah. just swinging those light bulbs into each other. Dude, I, I, I just go, 
Like I, I will say this. McMahon, when we were kids, you remember. Yeah. They had dudes that were bleeding and everything else. I like I think we got to the point we we'd gotten a little callous to it, immune to it. Yeah. But with my kids watching it now at age twelve, the idea that nobody's blading themselves, yeah, uh, that's fine with me. Me too. Like they can, my kids can still enjoy it without a guy having to slice his forehead yeah, exactly open, exactly right, and all that. But that kid, like I watch that dude, and I go, dude, like where does he go? Okay, that's enough. Not like evil can evil. Yeah, we go. That's true. I'm gonna jump forty piranhas. Yeah, you got to keep up in the game. I want to see that kid fall into a pit full of piranhas. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. <laughs> kid makes me nervous, man. Anyway, it's worth checking out. It's worth checking Don't out. Don't you feel sorry for him, though, Dave? Oh, well, you know what? I'm, honestly, I'm watching. I'm going, this is the best thing to ever happen to this kid. He has like 146,000 followers. He's I'm not like, getting any chicks. Oh, he's not getting laid out of it. He's probably not making a lot of money out of it either. But at the same time, he's like they show him like at the Scottish Rite Center and shit. Fucking running into wrestlers and stuff, doing crazy shit, too. He's just getting paid. But the entire crowd, when he comes in, they're all yelling, fuck this shit. I'm like, he's thinking, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. So he he's showing up at wrestling shows? Yeah, yeah bullshit ones. Yeah, I yeah, got it. Like, yeah. like Carnival? Yeah. France Avenue driving? That's <laughs> like, you go, dude, what are you doing when you're 40? Yeah. Where's he working? Dude, I, fuck if I know. Look at him. Do you I think mean, me Malkova knows who he is? No, not a chance. Damn, that's not a chance. I don't know if this guy is getting laid at all. I'm just saying, fuck. All of a sudden, I can't stop watching this kid. I think he just goes and lays in his bed and cries. Yeah, I, he cries in the backyard. Fucking jumps off a trampoline into a fucking printer, and then <laughs> yeah, wonders why his fuck, fuck his arm is busted. Yeah, that's what I saw. And you're like, you're like, hey fella, like, what do you think? Yeah. What do we think? What are we doing here? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, it's the craziest shit I've seen. It was, it was for me. Yeah. I couldn't stop. It was great. Yeah. Now I get why you didn't retweet those. That's it. <laughs> I the Dave and Jeff Show does not endorse the behaviors of what's his name? Superhuman, right? Yeah, Superhuman. One, yep. two, three, four. All right. Oh my gosh! All right, here we go. This is Stay or Goes. This is a show that Jeff and I used to talk about all the time. Battle of the Network Stars is uh, one of our all-time favorites. Yes. I still don't know when I look at pictures now, and I don't know I didn't catch it when I was younger. God dang it. Um, when uh, I don't think those rings go across the mic. Uh, um, but w- when uh, you can see right through the bathing suits. 100%. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's worth, Change your life. Yeah, it's worth Google imaging, actually. Yeah, to, sure. To, to, to see it, as I saw all of them today. So this is Battle of the Network Stars. It's uh, our, our 10 favorite girls that I could figure out and try to make it tough on. Uh, Are we judging on what we learned about them in Battle of the Network Stars no, or just you, overall? No, you got to say which one you want to keep and which one you got to throw back. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start I'm off. nervous. You should be. This is tough for you. Linda Carter or Catherine Bach? Oh, fuck. Coming out. Playing Freebird for yeah. a song of the night. <laughs> playing the hits, man. I'm going to take Linda Carter. Me too. Me too. I'm going Linda Carter. All right. Going uh, going Farrah Fawcett, Jacqueline Smith. Jacqueline Smith. Me too. All right. This one's going to be the toughest one for you, though. Mm-hmm. You got to pick which Lander sister are you keeping. Audrey Landers oh, or Judy Landers? Not even a debate. Judy all the way. Really? Yeah. Judy's amazing. All right. Here we go. We're Judy going... was on Ballad of the Network Stars? Yeah. she was. Both of them were. God damn. They both were. I saw pictures today. All right, here we go. We're going. We're going. I was. Here we go. We're going from the TV show Dallas. Charlene Tilton or Victoria Principal? Um, I can remember as a mere lad that 
uh, I thought Victoria Principal was incredibly hot. She is. And my buddy's dad had a Playboy collection, and we realized that Victoria Principal had been in Playboy. Yeah. And that pretty much convinced us she walked on water. It's Victoria <laughs> Principal the whole way. I didn't realize Charlene Tilton was from San Diego. She I was, didn't know she, that either. Yeah, she was born here, went to Hollywood High School. Hmm. But she's she's from here. All right, here we go. Last one. Heather Thomas, Heather Locklear. I can't believe Susan Anton didn't make it into she, this. Yeah, okay. no, I, she got cut. Heather Locklear or Heather Thomas? Well, you say uh, Heather Locklear's clean right now, right? Yeah, but she, yeah, fucking crazy. She didn't age well either. Um, I'm going to take Heather Locklear. Really? I'm going Heather Thomas on that one. I what happened Heather, to Heather Thomas? Dude, disappeared. She was like in a big car accident and shit. And I don't know what happened. Probably uh, married some rich guy and stopped acting. She probably married the fuck this shit guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if she could act. All I know is she was smoking on. I had a poster of her. For, you did? Dude, yeah, I had, a, I had the poster in the bikini where she was wearing the pink bikini. Here's a, I, I'll tell you how I ruined this poster. I can imagine <laughs> how you ruined it. <laughs> no. Like the guy with the 370s, like, rein it in. Yeah, no, I was, I was 15 years old, all right? Okay. And my sister comes back from her first year of school at Alabama, and yeah. she brings a boyfriend back. We're at the old spaghetti factory, downtown Nashville. Okay. And we're eating you know, spaghetti like everybody else. She goes, I got a fake ID for you. And uh, we're going to a bar. Send a mom and dad home. We're going to go to this get bar. I'm going to get you in there. So yep. I go into this bar, and I'm drinking Long Island iced teas like crazy. First time I've ever drank in my oh, life. Oh, shit. And I'm just shooting everything down like crazy. And uh, go into the restroom. That's the first time. This ha- happens to me why Jeff always tells the story. I get locked in stalls. I go to the urinal. Guy comes in next to me, stands to my right. I turn to see who's next to me, and I turn my whole body. I peel yep. over the guy. Punches me right in the fucking face. This Good. happened to me about three times. Yeah. It's happened to me at the Hard Rock Cafe in Beverly Hills. You know where the Beverly Center is? Yeah. Used to be I one down below. Yeah, I got punched right in the face there, too. <laughs> so, uh, it sucks. So, uh, I, I get completely tanked. My that, sister, hey, wait. Are yeah. either of those guys on Cameo? Oh that'll, my God. that'll win it for me. Oh, my gosh. And okay, the, so and you get then, tanked. Uh, dude, I got kicked out of fucking the Hard Rock Cafe um because i beverly center in the beverly center with the with the cadillac yeah 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 the cadillac going through the roof yeah because i jumped up on the wall and tried to start a harley that was on the wall that was Uh, a prop i've never ridden a motorcycle in my life but i tried to start that one that's good and i got got, got kicked out not good at drinking so uh my my sister and her boyfriend they take me back home and this is back in the day where we had a waterbed oh yeah and she throws, or he throws me on that waterbed, and it felt like the ceiling was bouncing off my fucking face. You know, I was so fucking sick. <laughs> and I just, in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm, oh, no. Yeah, I'm getting sick. No. Dude, threw up fucking spaghetti and beer all over that Heather Thomas poster. I couldn't get out of the fucking room. I couldn't find the fucking door. Dude, she deserved so ruined it. better. She deserved better. She didn't die. Ruined it. I remember the next day, the whole house smelled like uh, fucking gross. vomit and alcohol. We and my, can all feel it. Stop. My dad's like, hey, I want to talk to you. And oh, so no. I, now I got to go walk into the living room. My parents are drinking coffee. And my dad's like, hey, you have anything to drink last night? I go, well, Lisa got me a beer. Just one? I go, just one. He goes, okay. Just checking. Like he knew, dude. The whole he house knew. stunk. The whole house smelled like hell. It was, it was like everybody opened a window. Fucking smells terrible in here. I tell you what, a lot of you look at Dave's downfall, <laughs> and there's plenty. There. There's plenty of them, but I tell you what, a lot of fingers should be pointed at that Lisa Pellet. She did. You know, she broke me kind of from drinking. Like I'm not a big drinker, but no. because of that, didn't she it. ruin your Evil Knievel or your GI Joe or no, somebody? No, it's my goddamn um, six million dollar man. She God. lost it in Rancho Park on Fourth of July. 
And, <laughs> and what about uh, Stretch Armstrong? Oh, yeah. Ruin that one. Ruin that one. The worst move she pulled on me, man. She took my pillow out of my goddamn pillowcase and filled it with those fucking hard blocks. And I fucking slammed my head on my pillow and knocked myself completely out. How's she not in goddamn jail? Dude, it's ridiculous. The one time she pulled this bullshit. You have an older sibling, too. You have two yeah. older siblings. Yeah. She made me. I remember she goes, you want a glass of chocolate milk? And I was like, yeah, I fucking do. And she made it with baker's chocolate. It was all bitter and shit. What is her dude, problem? Dude, meanest person in the history of, of sisters. Yeah, completely fucked me over. I tell you what, man, she's pretty as an angel, but she's a goddamn hell's angel. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is. Well, I hope you remind her. But I'll say this. Yeah. yeah. I'll say this. When you say what's going on, she's like, we're going to Tommy's. Yeah. She said that to a doctor today. Did you? She goes, I'd kill for a Tommy's burger. She goes, I'm literally thinking about driving 2,000 miles because we're bored out of our fucking mind and driving to San Diego and getting a fucking Tommy's burger. Did yeah. she Does she know she gets mentioned on this podcast? No, she didn't listen to this shit. <laughs> no one I'm related to listens to this shit. No. Yeah. That, well, Josh hears it. Yeah, that's not true. Josh listens to every show. Well, he knows yeah. I'm right. Yeah. Like I said, pretty as an angel, yeah. but the spirit of a hell's angel. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for what you went through. You got the fourth coming up. It's a rough yeah, memory. It is. I should tell her. You probably you had a concussion this? from the blocks. Yes. Uh, everybody there, be safe. Don't do what we did as kids where you would find neighbor kids and, and light off uh, little Bottle rockets, little mini firecrackers. What were those things called? The little tiny ones. Yeah. Do you remember those things? Yes. How about the ones, that, the snake ones used to ruin like the sidewalk? Remember? All the time. Just stay in the sidewalks. Yeah. Cherry bombs. They were Lady fingers. Lady fingers. Do not make your neighbor kids put that in your hand and light it off and see if it hurts. It does. Uh, shout out to Jason to Pierre Paul. Paul. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And everybody else. Uh, we'll be back here. I'm not sure if we're back Sunday or Monday. It's okay. determined by how late my son Jack can stay up before he goes to Tahoe. We'll probably see you Sunday night, but be safe. And then uh, start thinking about cameo ideas, Dave. We got to, it's on, game on. Just so you know, I looked for Drew Pearson. It was 150 bucks. Can't afford Shit. it. Shit. Yeah, I thought that, for sure. I, I, he was my first one. I go, fuck, I'm going to get Drew Pearson and get Jeff. How right much here. is Garf? I didn't even look up Garf. That's funny you said that. I, I didn't even look him up to see. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to look up Steve Garvey right Hang now. Hang on. We'll so tell you right now. You guys don't have anywhere to be. You guarantee Garvey's on here, right? Yeah, he's got to be. 125 bucks. For the Garf? Yep. Yep. I think these guys need to budget better, huh? They, they do. Yeah, Garvey's one twenty-five. All right, so uh, we'll try to get creative. We'll spend fifty bucks, have some fun. Uh, everybody, like we said, be safe. Enjoy the fourth. Social distance. Wear your mask. We'll see you back here Sunday night. All right. <laughs> No.
So 